Welcome to Artificial Ghost Radio, your unofficial guide to navigating the airwaves. I'm a fully realized being of pure light and energy, Miles. Uh, and I'm and I'm an a <laughs> Hold on. And I'm uh, an inky well of of darkness and despair, Mars. All right. And uh, and I, this. I didn't know you went to see Hosier as well. Now you've transformed. <laughs> well, no, I'm 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 uh, I'm you know a pit of despair because I didn't see Hosier. Oh, I see. This is a podcast where each and every week we discuss. Wait, what? This That's is a podcast it. where each where each and every week we rediscover what makes music so special. We sure do, folks. So, Miles, I guess we should just get right into it, huh? And by right into it, I mean right into, uh, you saw Hosier. I did indeed see the Hosey. I went you and saw, saw- You saw him, uh- <sighs> Went and saw the Rhythm and Blues man, went and saw the you Bog see, man himself. Now, now, did you see him or was it an optical illusion? Because, you know, whenever- I'm quite sure with him. See, because whenever there's like photographs of cryptids or whatever, mm. um- somebody will always, you know, come at you in the Facebook comments and say, oh, it's just an optical illusion, or oh, it's just a person in a costume, or mm. oh my god, what if Hosier's a person in a costume? <laughs> oh, Jesus, I hate that. Also, it sounds like- I love it. For a moment there, it sounded like you were talking from personal experience, like, you know, when you take a photo, and then you post it in the group, and then fucking Dave from down the street says it's not real. Yeah, no, I mean, how many, okay, I guess, I guess the question I have, you know, because I've got my own experiences, but uh, how many cryptids uh, or, or spookological experiences have you experienced? Spookological, mm, yeah, that's a good question. Well, I have paranoia, so it's kind of hard to, <laughs> it's kind of hard to say. Fucking big same. Yeah, it's <laughs> sort of like... Did I see how many someone? Photogra- how many selfies have you taken with ghosts? Now I can't see ghosts personally. I only have the I only have the the six. But senses. as we all know, cameras can for some reason. That is true. Um, uh, uh, my phone isn't equipped with that. It's only an iPhone six. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> yeah, because it, it 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 has to be a Polaroid camera. That's very true. It has to be old, or it's not spooky. You never see a yeah, exactly. you never see a ghost it, haunting a Marshalls. So it 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 ideally has to be made of like wood and has to be loud. Mm. You know, like now, one I've of those old. I've never seen clunkers. a wood Polaroid camera, but for sure. <laughs> well, no, like well, it, I was the justification. Actually, I was imagining. Sorry, I was I was suggesting a camera before the Polaroid. Oh, like one of the the like the flashbulb b- big boys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Your your old west cameras. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The the photos they 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 took of uh, they they used to take of uh, all of the famous cow folks. Um, <laughs> the cowies. Look, it's it's 2019. They weren't all boys. It's true. Uh, uh, no, I just like the concept of cowies. Um, uh, no, so, uh, paranormal spookums wise, uh, uh, no hashtag confirmed ones. My family is one of those families that has a lot of ghost stories and just like we've lived in terrible houses uh, where yeah, ghosts yeah. exist. <laughs> um, and Tasmania is a very um, 
haunted place. There's a lot of old buildings built by convicts and shit and, like, prisons. Now, like, uh, it was a prison island, so, like, a lot of death. Here's, here's the thing. I mean, okay, for sure. But for some reason, like, I, I feel like for, for, like, a lot of times, like, ghost stories, like, don't stem from death. They stem from, like, crime, which is weird. Yeah, I think it's, uh, yeah, I don't agree with that. It's it's more about discontent. It's more about the feelings put into it. It's it's the malice. It's the hatred. It's the sadness. It's the injustice of Personally, personally, I, I, the way I tend to think of ghosts, although not to say that I know anything for shit. Also, this is the episode where everyone realizes that we both believe in ghosts. I don't believe in ghosts and I don't know why we're having this conversation, but please continue. Okay. I only sort of believe in ghosts. Yeah, right. Justify yourself. <laughs> now that but, you've added yourself, justify it. <laughs> like... I don't know. Like, I haven't personally experienced anything in my life to convince me one way or another on the existence or non-existence of ghosts. Yeah. However, uh, I don't know. Fucking just weird shit happens all the time. Yeah. And, like, some of it has an explanation and some of it doesn't. And, yeah. Um, like, I mean, shit, just a couple of years ago or whatever, the government just, like, confirmed that aliens exist and have that visited was pretty Earth. Wild. Pretty wild. So, like,. I don't, I even don't know. remember that, so I'll just take your word for it. <laughs> yes, I mean there was a there was a whole BuzzFeed unsolved about it. Uh-huh. Um, um, but yeah, uh, uh, but but there's like more to it than is in that episode. But like basically, like there was a government program that was like investigating alien encounters on earth and there's oh like, yeah there's like footage military footage and and you know like yeah, of like yeah. weird unexplained crafts and shit yeah um i do love a good buzzfeed unsolved right yeah mm. um yeah this is all just reminded me of i can't remember whose stand-up it was or what the proper quote was <laughs> it's just like i like believing in nessie and i like telling people that and i was like okay please continue and and the thing was just like I don't know anything about biology, history, cryptozoology, chemistry, like <laughs> right, philosophy, yeah, I, sociology. I know what you're about. But but what if a dinosaur got in that lake? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's me. Like I don't know. Also, I don't. Uh, is is there a Oregon specific cryptid that isn't uh, Sasquatch? Or is it just Bigfoot? Um, oh, I, I don't mean, know. Over, but, you know, you know. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm going to look into g- it. Yeah, Google it time. I, I, I feel like there is, I do a lot of crypto research shit because I'm, I like, I love cryptids. Like, it, it's been my thing for like years and years. I just, I loved it ever since uh, high school. He, here's, here's a, uh, a, a, a perfect. Hey, the Thunderbird's from Arizona. Why the fuck, <laughs> why the fuck is you up in Oregon? This wiki's shit. <laughs> uh, well, this one has been cited in Washington, but not Oregon, so thanks. Mm. Uh, thanks for being on this list. <laughs> Thank um, you for being on this list. Who the fuck is the bandage man? <laughs> <laughs> the bandage man? Hey, hey, Mars, have you ever met the bandage man? <laughs> no. Can, um, I, can I just quickly, I know this is such yes, an off, yes. offbeat thing, but I would love to give you this description from cryptidswithaz.fandom.com mm. slash wiki slash bandage underscore man. <laughs> 
Uh, the Bandage Man appears on the short approach road connecting US Highway 101 to Cannon Beach, between the town where Highway 26 and intersects with 101. He is always reported to be covered in bloody bandages, as well as emitting Gross. a horrible stench, that of rotten flesh. Occasionally, the spirit's limbs appear to jut out at bizarre angles. <laughs> Me too. He is rumoured to be the ghost of a logger who died in a sawmill accident. Jesus. Yucky. Yucky, yuck. Is is that a cryptid, though, or is that just a ghost? What's the difference between ghosts and cryptids? The difference is that a cryptid is... La Llorona is is a cryptid. Uh, if you ask, no, she's just a ghost. No, she's if a fucking you, cryptid. no, she's a ghost. She's and a fucking the cryptid. difference, the difference is that a cryptid is supposed to be a like living creature that like can be like biologically observed. Okay, La Llorona. How is a do ghost. you know she can't be physically observed? No, she can be physically seen, but that's not what I'm talking about. But what if she can manifest? Because well, otherwise, how can have, she, like, you know, strangle well, ghosts people or have, whatever? Ghosts have been known to manifest. That doesn't make them biological. But uh, what if it does? You don't know anything about ghosts. Where's your ghost certificate from Ghost University? I'm just saying, from all of the knowledge that we know about ghosts, like, I don't know. I think it separates them from cryptids entirely. I disagree respectfully. I disrespectf- disrespectfully disagree. Don't put this as a Twitter poll. <laughs> I'm here's the thing. I'm gonna put it as a Twitter poll. You're gonna embarrass yourself. Uh, I'm just gonna. And also, like, may I say, it's not every ghost. That's not what I'm saying. Not all ghosts are cryptids. That would be ridiculous. Urban legends, no. I think, beget cryptozoological status. No, I personally, I think, and like, if you ask. The ladies at the Cryptid Keeper podcast on Lunar Life Studio, like, I mean, they've covered all sorts of creatures, including ghosts, um, but they've also admitted themselves that they don't always 100% cover cryptids. But I don't know their opinion on this. I'm going to I'm going to tag them in the Twitter poll. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It's fine. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Separate from the episode, I'm going to make the Twitter poll right now. No. Uh, Like, I know the typical definition is an animal that, you know, we can't, like, what is it? Explain? I I guess explain or find or whatever. You you know, observe is is the word that you used. Observe is good. Uh, But I don't know. I feel like it's developed over time. Because I feel like because the root word comes from cryptic, and if it's like a mysterious, I don't know. Sometimes you just can't explain how you feel about things. So uh, this this is going to last for a full last week. And when we meet up next, we will have the results. Um, I really wish you wouldn't. And just for the fact that you're going to be such a smarmy prick about it. Look, I, I honestly, I think for me, I'm more interested in this poll for like educational reasons rather than like to be a smarmy prick about it. Sure. But that said, I still might be a smarmy prick about it. You you don't know. You can never know with me. Mm. I can predict with an amount of certainty. This is so Look, off track. You don't know me. You don't know me, Miles. You don't know you, you, me. You, you, I mean, you know, you know me pretty well, but you don't know me. You don't know me. Um. So you saw Hosier. God. 
Thank you for getting us back on track, Mars. It's been 20 minutes. Well, I'm going to edit it down, so it'll probably be more like 10. Mm-hmm. So I saw Hosier with my uh, darling best friend, Shanae. Uh, check out our Hosier special if you haven't already uh, to hear more from them. Uh, they are a darling and I love them very much. And so we went to see Hosey, uh, who's town, uh, and he was lovely. He played some classics, obviously Take Me to Church. He played um, uh, like Work Song, From Eden, those sorts of things. Then he played a bunch from the new album, some of the more popular ones like uh, uh, Movement and uh, Always Suit Music and Wasteland Baby. Um, and as his encore, I mean the whole fucking place. So we saw it at the Palais Theatre, which is, uh, uh, the, I think the biggest seating theatre in Victoria. Um, and, uh, it was lovely. It was a lovely venue. I've never been because I rarely go out of state. <laughs> um, and, and it was beautiful. It was right next to Luna Park. Um, and, uh, so, so many fucking people there. And also I've never seen, um, like, like you hear about the fans of Hosier, but seeing them in person it's a very um, sharp feminine energy. It's about nine, so- 90% women and 10% they're emotional support animals. Um, <laughs> that's a crystal bit. I can't take credit for that. Um, and uh, uh, it was wonderful. And we all was singing along and we, and he like, you know, pointed the microphone at us for a couple bits and we sung some lines and, you know, it was very sweet. Uh, and, and it was lovely. And, and so he's on call, like with fucking the whole place just uproared. Like it fucking, I couldn't hear anything for minutes. Uh, and he came back out and played Cherry Wine, which is a very slow and a beautiful acoustic song. Uh, and the energy of going from like hundreds of thousands of people, <laughs> thousands of people just like screaming. <laughs> a minute straight and then immediately shutting the fuck up and (laughs) hearing a soft acoustic song was really great uh and and overall a fantastic experience he was so fucking tall (laughs) and the the he had a obviously an accompanying band um for his, I think just for the Australian leg of the tour, I'm not sure. Uh, could could be for the all over the place. Um, and uh, uh, they were fantastic. There was uh, people on organ and keyboard. There was some backup singers. There was a bassist, a drummer, and this fantastic uh, uh, bassist slash violinist. And she was going the fuck off. And they were like duetting together, like they faced each other and fucking played guitar at each other. It was a fantastic yeah. energy. She Hell was yeah. iconic. And I'm pretty sure Sinead fell in love with her. Well, of course. Of course. Gorgeous. Look, look, like, it's so, look, it's so easy to fall in love with musicians. I fall in love just a little, a little bit every day with someone new. Yeah, for sure. Like. Uh, Yeah. If you fiddle at me and you wear overalls. Now, now, if you fiddle at me does sound like a euphemism. Well, you could do that fiddle as well. It just, you know, be a bit different. Do not. Do well, I'm not. talking about my perspective, not yours. Don't fiddle I, well, at us. Do not fiddle at me. <laughs> the idea of, because normally you're fiddling together, but to fiddle at someone is a very different idea. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, um, you know, you're on the offensive. <laughs> Offensive yeah, fiddling. Well, that's just the devil. Well, that's just the devil went fiddling, down to Georgia. <laughs> that's just the devil went down to Georgia. Yeah, hey, we never talk about how the devil got his bitch ass handed to him by a kid from Georgia. Well, yeah. I mean, like, 
like, I, I guess it, I guess it uh, shows how. I don't know anything about Georgia apart from the the mountain goat song. Name a city in Georgia. Atlanta. <laughs> well, that you know what. <laughs> yeah, dickhead. Fair enough. You know what? Listen, Fair enough. The rest I, of the world has to learn about y'all's geography. No, you. For, you really you, like. I've had tests. I don't know. On it. <laughs> like, why do you have tests on American geography? Because geography. But <laughs> like there's so much. Us. There's so much Australian geography. Oh yeah, and I know nothing about Australian geography because I'm stupid. I also know nothing about Australian geography. Yeah, we'll get to that later. So, what's the theme? Uh. So here's the, here's the thing, Miles. Mm-hmm. Um, I for for both of my notes, I wrote like way less than I did last time. <laughs> Love that. Which well, the last episode was an hour and forty minutes long. I was about to say the like the last maybe two or three episodes we've kind of gone off in the first half for a, a fair amount of we've, time. We've kind of gone off, so I wanted to rein a it in portion. on this episode a little bit. However. However. We've been recording for 30 minutes, yeah. and we're just now getting to the theme. Uh, so the theme, the theme this week, well, it's it's a good song with a bad feature. Yeah. It's a good song, but... It's a good song, but... I didn't do research on this, but I, I feel like, um, obviously, features have been around for as long as music has had duets and stuff but i feel right. like i we definitely started seeing more features when i was like maybe like middle school high schoolish like yeah or at least overtly saying like you know fucking t-pain feet macklemore whatever like <laughs> you know um and and it was more overt in that way uh rather than just like having a song and the person just being on there and i didn't do research on that but i wonder why that is maybe it's a marketing thing i don't know i don't know i, don't know. I mean it's it's a it's so it's certainly, like, at least partially a marketing thing. It's got to be. Yeah. Hey, remember um, when Coldplay didn't say that Beyonce was on their song? Uh, I vaguely remember that, yeah. I feel like that was a that was a question for, for one of your segments, like, episodes and episodes ago. Um, mm-hmm. And oh, I think it was for the, the, the Take Me to the Bridge. Um, and I was just like, what the, why the fuck wouldn't you? Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, right. It was Coldplay, right? It was Coldplay. I think it was Coldplay. Yeah. And I was like... Even though it might have been normal, like, I don't know, 30 years ago or something. Just so fucking wild. It's Beyonce. Yeah, especially because it's Beyonce. <sighs> Honestly, uh, I still haven't seen uh, her little documentary, but I love her. I, I'm going to be real. I don't know a whole lot about Beyonce's music. Really? Yeah. I, I, I haven't heard much to. of it. I don't think you need to. It's uh, I get I get kind of annoyed with people who are like, <laughs> she isn't even, like, that good, like... It's just pop music. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but she's like a black woman in the industry and she's been iconic for the past decade and hasn't stopped working her ass off with kids and like being fucking incredible uh, and, and, and just doing this for her whole career and writing bangers. And we, we all know at least one Beyonce song or Destiny's Child song. She's been slapping for decades. She's talented. Yeah, absolutely. She's. She's put in the work, for sure. You can appreciate like, the hustle. Yeah, absolutely. Beyonce has earned every, er, 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 like, like er, Beyonce has earned every ounce of my respect. However, mm. I just don't know much about her. No, I think that's fair. Uh, but yeah, so this this is, uh, 
So it's good songs with a bad feature. And the way I am thinking about this is like, it's like, it's still a good song just like in spite of the feature, you know? Mm. Yeah. Like yeah. it's still a song that you would listen to, even though like the feature's not so hot. Yeah. That's definitely the my song that I'm bringing. Yeah. That's my song too. Uh, so who's going first this week? I forgot. It's, you. it's me. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm going first this week and Happy I'm birthday. really excited about it. Happy birthday. You know what sounds like a, a YA novel? Is that like. <laughs> what? Only 364 days a year, uh, people are born, but then one day someone's born on the one day that no one's born on. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like. She's gotta save the world. (laughs) Like fucking Heather Crane. Oh, God. Heather Crane. (laughs) Heather Crane legit got me in the kidneys. (laughs) Hearing Heather Heather Crane was born on. August first on August the first. <laughs> oh, but there's actually like a secret colony of people that are all born on on August first. Yeah, and, on, on August the first at 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 three thirty five p.m. Uh, Ooh, spooky. Uh, three thirty five p.m. is the spookiest time. Yeah, uh, the the goblin hour. <laughs> the goblin hour struck and. And Heather Crane was born. Cane kicking a gobl- out. A, a goblin woman. A go- oh, Jesus. She Half came goblin, out green. All woman. Oh, God. And I she's hated that. interested in two men, and they don't want it to be Polly. They're both cowards. They're both cowards and bastards. And people will ship them together. Despite everything, people Despite will ship everything, them. Despite everything. People will ship them together. Uh, so my song, mm-hmm. my song for this week Tell is me. Mood by Rico Nasty Feet Splurge. Oh, what a nasty name. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, here's the thing. Splurge is just, just like, I know it's talking about money mm-hmm. and spending a lot of money. But, but it, it just sounds, sounds like a it sounds like a gross word. Sounds like a slime hitting the ground. I hate that so much. Like a um, slow opera. It's not a good so word. So it's not a good word. Um so Rico Nasty, who I think legitimately is the queen of features right now. Mm-hmm. Like she is on like everyone's song. Actually, yeah, and, and you've bought a couple of or at least one of, of songs that she's been featured on. Um yeah. and we've talked about her and like she featured on the on the Tia Tamara song. Like she's been featuring on a lot. Right. Uh Rip in peace, Tia Tamara. A good song made by a shitty person. Yeah, can f- for the um for the just add water. Can it be a shitty song with a good feature? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, we didn't think of a song for the just add water. Well, I just did it, so we're doing Tia Tamara. <laughs> Oh, all right, fair enough. We'll do Tia Tamara for the Just Dead Water. Um, <laughs> Just Dead Water has absolutely become Dark Artificial Ghost. It's real bastard hours over on Just Dead Water. <laughs> probably um, because we named it Just Dead Water. <laughs> probably because we named it Just Dead Well, you named it Just Water. I shouldn't implicate you. Water. I named it Just Dead Water. <laughs> I I am I have been objecting to the name since day one. And yet uh, we still got married. <laughs> 
Stop implying we're married. No, I'm married to Just Add Water. Because you objected. Oh, you're married to Just Add uh, Oh! Oh. You get me. Yeah, I get you. Uh, so Rico Na- Nasty, Rico Nasty just dropped a new EP album, I don't uh, called uh, Anger Management. Uh, and... It slaps. Uh, gotta listen to that. You do. Uh, I describe her style as um, angry goth rap. Yeah. Uh, although, as this album name implies, uh, she definitely leans more into the uh, anger side mm. on this album. Rico Nasty is like it's 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 not black girl magic. It's like black girl necromancy. It's still yeah. magic, but it's edgy. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um. Uh, her like her whole shit is completely unmistakable like she is undeniably unoriginal i Un- undeniably unoriginal or undeniably original like she's an original sort of yeah unoriginal i th- i think she's unoriginal no no an original <laughs> oh, uh, okay accent <laughs> Uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, I don't apologize for your accent, I just can't hear good. <laughs> well, I'm sure other people were confused too. It's one of those words. Yeah, for sure. She's, yes, she's an original. I think I went to primary school with an original. <laughs> um. So, uh, yeah, I, I featured her uh, a couple times on the show before and will likely continue to feature her because she owns... Um, she this does, song, and, oh, I don't. She yeah. like I saw her video, like the the genius explained video uh, of Tia Tamara, and she was just having the most fun the whole time. Like she's such an energetic, lovely, kind of over the top, but like she's exactly who you want to like hang out with, party with. She will make you feel better. Like I just she owns. Like I love it. Good personality and fantastic tunes is like such a winning combination. Yeah, like. I don't know, like, I, and I, like, genuinely do get the feeling that she is, like, a good person. Yeah. Um, which is something that I'm absolutely looking for in, uh, <laughs> yeah. in, in my musical artists. Um. You never know uh, these days. You never know. Like, and I still don't know with Rico Nasty. I'm just, like, pretty sure, and I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, uh, this, this song... Is probably my least favorite on the album. Mm. Because of the feature or just in general? I think because of the feature, but also Mm. there's elements of it, like, production-wise that I'm not super keen on. Yeah. But, that said, I still think it's a very good song. And, uh, and, and Rico totally goes off. But as, yeah, as the whole theme might imply, uh, or uh, just explicitly say, I'm not a big fan of Splurge on this track. Mm. So with that in mind, let's give the song a little listen. Yeah, let's party. Oh, I love that art. It's very good. I love like, um, like 70s, 80s, like metal. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, like like a, a bit, um... Oh, what the fuck are they called? Anyway, just those sorts of bands. It's like D&D metal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, although, from what I know, a lot of those D&D metal bands 
uh, ended up, like, becoming the kind of people to make, like, anti-Semitic videos on YouTube. Yeah, Captain Bastards. Yeah. It's metal is that kind of genre that, like, unfortunately breeds those sorts of people. It sucks. Yeah, which is a shame, because metal is, like, I, I feel like... It's an interesting thing. I like it's a, metal. it's a, it's an absolutely, like, dope genre of music that I can't listen to most of the time. Or, like, not can't, but, like, won't. Yeah, out of good conscience. But it, it right. always slaps hearing a fucking power ballad about someone yeah. slaying a dragon. <laughs> yeah, like, I wish that... Here's the thing. I wish that nerds weren't so often horrible people. <laughs> God, right? <laughs> the world would... You know that, that, like, meme of, like... If this didn't happen, and then it's a picture of, like, a complete utopia with, like, flying cars and stuff. It's like, if nerds weren't bastards. <laughs> uh, let's listen to the song. So. Let's listen to the song. All right. My money went too blue. I got that honey like Winnie the Pooh. Like, we playing dice, you know we gonna shoot. Feeling like Biggie, bitch, give me the loot. I never heard of no guy who that. Where am I stepping on a nigga like Max? Dog, take some boy out, cat. Nigga don't know you, you ain't no slut. I pulled up, like, where you at? I got that bitch shivering like a cat. I got the whole city on my back. If we take your shit, you ain't gonna get it back. Yeah. Uh. Niggas broke, hoes gang. Niggas kept, got no milk. You can get wrapped if you thinking I'm wrong. Pulling it, just trying to get in the mood. I want your friend. How about the coupe and I'm dripping like, ooh. I got the sauce on these stuff. I said, ooh. Yeah, she want beef. Go shoot up. So. So. What'd you think? Yeah. <laughs> I get right. you. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's not my favorite production style. Uh, and obviously I'm not a producer, so I can't really do uh, specific notes or anything. Like, I don't know how to improve it specifically, but if, if it was her sort of like high energy, um, like hard hitting, like with those, you know, consonants, like she's really good at that. Uh, if it yeah. was that over this track, I would have liked it more, uh, mm-hmm. cause, cause it's kind of too simple and too quiet in the background for the rap to really stand out. Uh, and he makes it way too like slow and mumbly and like yeah. I mean yeah. I don't like mumble rapping and and yeah I don't like his his addition. It's very similar when you bought um fuck I think it was the Twenty One Savage was on a was it Cardi B song. Yeah, yeah, back before I knew that Cardi B was massively transphobic. Yeah, well, it's fine. We don't, it happens. Um, but it, it was the same energy of him just like taking down the energy and like just doing well, nothing with it. Yeah, well, yeah, his, his energy was super low. And then he also like, uh, just like was negging women the entire time. Yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But, but I, I get a similar vibe to this. Like she's it's, putting it's, it's, effort in and he's just not. Yeah, like it's exactly that. Like the whole. For me, the whole concept of the song is is very cool. Like, Rico and Splurge exchanging bars back and forth, like, for the whole song. That's cool. And it's got the gravitas of a a superhero team up. But it's as if, like, Wonder Woman teamed up with the Condiment King. (laughs) Good metaphor. Like, what is Splurge doing here, honestly? Yeah. The song would have been so much better if someone else was rapping with Rico. Mm. And if you wanted to keep contrast, you could still do someone that's, like, more low-key and not make it sound like he doesn't care. Like, not caring isn't cool. Caring is sick as fuck. And and otherwise, like, and and also that's, like, Rico's whole thing is giving Mm -hmm. a fuck, is very punk mentality. Yeah, Rico's whole 
whole shit is giving a fuck. That's like it, her, like that's that's her everything. Like Rico is absolutely on this song is absolutely going off with each bar, putting so much energy into it, and her delivery is as always varied and interesting. And then here comes Splurge with the yeah. most boring, mumbly flow ever. I can't even understand what he's saying while <laughs> Rico makes every single word pop. Yeah. It sounds like Splurge is half asleep. Like like it really I, does. I wish I wish he'd fucking drink some coffee before recording. <laughs> Splurge, <laughs> wake up. Splurge, wake the fuck up. We got shit to do, Splurge. No, I'm gonna do my verse down here. Uh, hold on, I gotta mm, What time <laughs> yeah, is it? Oh it's ten thirty. Oh fuck. Okay. <laughs> hold on, just give me a microphone. I'll just do it now. Mm. I can go I'll back just do it on sleep. my phone. I'll do it on my phone. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I, I've, this is kind of unrelated, but, like, I've noticed on this album, especially, um, songs with features always have, uh, the feature be more of a focus than Rico herself. Um. Yeah. Which, honestly, I think is pretty cool. Like, she doesn't just throw her features a verse. Like, they are deeply integrated into the song. Yeah, like, it, it is, um, it's a very collaborative experience. Yeah, it feels like a real team-up, not just, uh, not just, uh, like, like you were saying, like, hey, I'll record it, a verse on my phone and send it your <laughs> exactly. way. Exactly. Uh, and I think more music should be like that, and more music is starting to be like that, because oftentimes sure. people sort of trade clout, you know, and just sort of go mm-hmm. like, well, if you appear on this song, I'll appear on that song, and, like, you know, uh, and, and they do, they just, like, write a random verse, similar like my example with the Cardi B 21 Savage thing 21 Savage it sounded like he didn't even know what the song was about and he didn't know yeah. what like was going on Rico yeah. clearly communicates with the people that she's featuring with or featuring on like she's mm-hmm. part of the experience she's abs- like absolutely like also who and, could get she- Rico nasty and squander that opportunity not to work with her honestly honestly like 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 if you're working with Rico, like I, you're you're gonna like if she's featuring on your song, you're gonna have a killer feature. Fucking use it. Yeah, listen to her. Yeah, absolutely. Bitch. Like listen to her and like integrate her, and it's it, absolutely. Um, yeah, but yeah, she uses her platform to really promote her features and make them hard to forget, I, and I think that's really great. Uh, yeah. I just think that the feature on this song sucks. Yeah, again, just like some factors, just, yeah. Rico Nasty fucking kicks major ass, though, and I still bump this track, even though the feature's not great. Yeah. Uh, but, like, y- you know, I'm it, I'm, I'm here for Rico and Splurge's background noise. Yeah. Because I literally can't fucking understand him. I can't understand him. Yeah. Uh, also, 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 completely unrelated, but, <laughs> uh, well, not completely, but I really want Rico Nasty to feature on a Brockhampton song. Ooh, that would slap. That would be so fucking dope. I want some feminine energy in there. Yeah. I, w- I need that, actually. Yeah, I, I need that, too. Like, Also, I feel like I- her and Kevin Abstract would do something really fun. They would, yeah. <laughs> they would like, do some fuck shit <laughs> together yeah. uh but yeah so that's all i've got to say on mood by rico nasty uh featuring splurge uh miles what is your new favorite well it's not my new favorite miles whoa i'm sorry you're right <laughs> whoa uh, what do you uh, mean 
What's your not? What's your old favorite um, themed song? I, it is technically Miles. an old favorite. Yeah, Miles, I was doing a bit. Uh, yeah, what's your themed song for this week? My themed song for this week, with a feature that, frankly, I don't care for, uh, is Troy Sivan's "For Him" from his album Blue Neighborhood. Uh, and the feature is a guy called All Day, and he's a little bitch. <laughs> and i don't care for his verse so without further ado i'd love it if we could give it a little listen wow no lead up no absolutely not why no lead up i'll get into it okay fine you've convinced me kid i had a lead up it was that he's a little bitch (laughs) (laughs) no okay Uh, i i will say a little bit more actually um just because I've, I've been getting into that habit lately. Consistency's key. Uh, so, I've bought Troy Sivan before um, uh, for the, uh, was it songs that we want to dance to, I believe? Uh, dance I believe to so, which was so, that was so long ago. That was so long ago. It was so uh, long I, ago now. Who are we I, now? We're, uh, we're, we're so different. different people. We are constantly changing. It's the nature of the universe. Um mm-hmm. Uh, so I bought Troy before. It was his song "Dance to This" with uh, Ariana Grande. Um, he's a very fun uh, gay Australian singer. Um, uh, he is like around our age, like maybe a year or two older than us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he is really cool, and and so he's been coming up with music ever since he was a pretty young teen. Uh, and he was in like a show and like got sort of like he was a sort of child actor and that sort of thing. Uh, did a fan song for um. The Fault in Our Stars that got him quite popular uh, when he was, like, 15 or 16 or something. Um, and then he came out with uh, Blue Neighborhood, I want to say 2015 or 2014, I want to say. Oh, yeah, that's it. He was in, um, you know what he was in when he was a kid? He was uh, he was uh, uh, in X-Men Origins Wolverine. <laughs> and whenever what? I hear that, I go, that's fucking weird. <laughs> hold, hold on, what? Trisavon was the next Men Origins Wolverine. He was the next Men Origins Wolverine. Uh, who? He was, he was young who? Wolverine. He was young. He Wolverine. was young. He was young Wolverine. <laughs> he was young Wolverine in the sort of opening scene where people are, like chasing him because he has bone claws. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Blue Neighborhood came out uh, 2015. Last year he came out with an album, Blue. He was young Wolverine. He was a baby Wolverine. Huh. <laughs> Do you ever get curious about, like, if you like if you see, if you're watching a movie from, like, a couple years ago and there's, like, a baby in it? Do yeah, you ever, and, like, what Do you what ever wonder baby? who the baby is now? Yeah, it's, uh, what, was it the, um, was it the Olsen twins that were, um babies in like full house or some shit if they, were, they were yeah like it, it's always sometimes kids will be like babies in a movie which is no acting whatsoever um, and then they'll grow up and be like actors and you're like wait what the fuck you were that baby in that one movie look it's here's bizarre. the thing baby actors deserve union rights as much as any other actor they deserve nap time they do. De- <laughs> They deserve nap time. Uh, so off track. But yeah, I, it, it, yeah, I, children actors, and I feel I like they should be I more protected. Su- I support the baby union. Yeah, me too. The union of babies. The union of babies. They demand the ba- more the, milk. The, the Babies Guild. The Babies Guild. It's next to the Assassin's Guild. It's quite confusing. Um. So, yeah, uh, I like Troy, and I've liked him for quite a few years now, because uh, I, I found him through that uh, Fault in Our Stars by John Green uh, fan song, because uh, I was very into John Green at the time, uh, uh, maybe 15, 16. Um, that makes sense. Hey. <laughs> 
No, um, I'm not dissing you. I, I've read Tron Green. Yeah. Uh, a little bit quirky. Uh, <laughs> I should stop doing physical movements. For no, I think, that's I, think, I think that we should be doing more physical comedy on this show. I do too much and none of it's shown. I think uh, that we should occasionally get into a wrestle fight. Okay. I am always making balloon animals while we record. Um, yeah, I have to edit out all of the balloon yeah. making noises. Yeah. There's so many squeaks. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not like, like I'm any help because I'm always blowing up balloons to send to you it's for true. your balloon animals. While we're you recording. are enabling me. Yeah, I am. I'm fly um, across the world yeah, on the backs there's... of swans. I don't think you need to tie balloons to animals. Oh, it's not tied to them. They just carry them. Oh, they just carry them in yeah. their beak? Yeah. They're very gentle. Very gentle. Like a golden retriever when you put an egg in its mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, or like ho- or like Hosier when you put an egg in his mouth. Oh, like Hosier. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something <laughs> deeply sexual, but I didn't. I, uh, I just imagine, a lot of people imagine Hosier as a, as a cryptid, and I do too sometimes. But I think it's more fun to imagine him as a big, stupid dog. He is a golden retriever, man. He's a very I- nice kind golden i imagine him i imagine him more as a um oh what's the name of that dog that fucking dog that fucking dog what what's the name of that fucking dog describe the dog the dog is uh he's got big floppy ears is mostly brown curly fur. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Uh, I've, I, <laughs> like, well, imagining you as a police sketch artist. <laughs> I, I get the picture. I get the picture. Uh, is this your card? Wait, why? If you're the, why are you doing magic? You're the police. I got lost. <laughs> you got lost? Mm-hmm. Where were you I'm trying to, to go? I'm on my way to Cirque du Soleil. They don't do magic at Cirque du Soleil. I gotta go. <laughs> I can't be here. They can't find me. So please <laughs> listen to this song. Now I'm going to delay you even longer. No. no let's, listen to it. let's listen to it. Let's listen Thank to you. it. And scene. And, and scene. Eat a pal, stay and chill, you don't need a go. I'm about to bring Emory back, if you lay my home I panic at the disco and you'd rather watch a TV show Then I'll squeeze your booty real hard like I'm needing dough I'm a boy, I'm speeding for ya We can get my head tonight if you really wanna be In a cheap suit like a sazy liar And if you break this little heart, it'll be an honor You don't have to say I love you to say I so, so what'd you think? I really enjoyed it. I, I like the, 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 the instrumentation was like really jammy and fun and like, you know, low key, but still fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, Troy Sivan's got a fantastic voice and it's a, it's a, it's a, I don't know. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't mind the feature that much either. I mean, he wasn't great. Yeah. So I, I really couldn't think of many shitty feature i mean i probably could have thought a bit harder but well <laughs> this came to my so, mind immediately little peek behind the curtain usually when i pick a theme when i'm the one picking the theme i'm picking you have a song the theme. in mind i have a song in mind already yeah. and yeah. retroactively fit a theme to it yeah uh that's just a little peek behind the curtains for the fans i already knew that because <laughs> you're a bastard no it's fine i do that too um 
Uh, and and so uh, it took me, like, as soon as you suggested it, I was like, I thought of this song because I remembered at the time being like, oh, man, this kind of shits. <laughs> like, I don't like it. Uh, and it might also be because, like, I was listening to the whole album. Kind of gives a bit more context, like, mm-hmm. how out of place it is. Um, and so I will, I will now slam poetry style perform for you all day's verse. <laughs> Because his accent is intolerable. No, yeah, now here's the thing. I didn't mind his verse, but I certainly couldn't hear it. (laughs) Certainly. And it's kind of a thing that I've seen a bunch of Australian uh, hip-hop people, white hip-hop dudes, um, that, like, again with the- Wait, was he supposed to be hip-hop? Yes. (laughs) I'll get into it. Now, hold Uh, on. Now, hold on. Was Was he trying to be hip-hop on this song? Well, he's a hip-hop artist, and I think he was supposed to be doing rap. But he didn't. He didn't rap. I didn't he do did, it good. He, he, he did not rap. He did not hip-hop. <laughs> he, did, he did not rap. He did not hip-hop. He just sang badly. I he agree. He just sang, like... Differently. Okay. Now I... Okay. Now I feel worse. Now I hate. Now I. Now I. I hate this feature more because. Yeah. Because hold on. Yeah, I know. Wait. Okay. Back when I thought that he was just singing, but 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 bad. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, he's just singing, but ba-. but he's he's what? a hip hop artist. No, and, and I'll get I'll get not. into it. I'll get into it. First, let me read this for the, okay. for the for the listeners' benefit, so you can actually understand it. Eat a pill, stay and chill. You don't need to go. I'm about to bring emo back if you leave my home. I'd panic at the disco and you'd rather watch a TV show. Then I'll squeeze your booty real hard like I'm kneading oh. dough. Oh. Pizza boy, uh. I'm speeding for you. We P- can pizza- get- Pizza boy. I know. <laughs> I was like, you're a pizza boy? He's the pizza boy in this. Uh, okay. Pizza boy, I'm speeding for you. We can get married tonight if you really wanna. Me in a cheap suit like a sleazy lawyer, and if you break this little heart, it'd be an honor. I like the last uh. line. That's it. <laughs> I think it's funny saying I'm about to bring emo back and I'd panic at the disco. <laughs> it's just stupid. I love that. P- P- but pizza- like. Pizza- Pizza boy? Yeah, I'll squeeze your booty real hard like I'm kneading dough. Pizza boy, I'm speeding for you. Pizza boy. He's a pizza boy, and he's speeding to get this pizza to you in 30 minutes or less. Pizza, pizza boy. Pizza boy. <laughs> hey, Mars, this is a hip-hop verse. It did- no, it's not. It's, it's not. not. It's, it's not, not, though. It's, it's not. not. It's not. So, let me let me get into All Day. So, his name is Thomas Gaynor, uh, better known as his stage name, All Day. By the way, I also just don't like this feature because it, it's like this beautiful gay love song about like, I think he's current boyfriend and it's this whole like, you know, you don't have to say I love you to say I love you. Like whenever you say, I hope you get home safe or, you know, I'm thinking about you. That also means I love you and, and it means you care. And then all of a sudden this fucking straight dude comes in and is like, <laughs> pizza boy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Thomas Gaynor, better known as his stage name all day. He's an Australian rapper from Adelaide, South Australia. All Day became active in 2011. Uh, he was sort of featured on, uh, uh, I've mentioned before, Triple J is our sort of indie music radio station. Uh, and they have a thing called Unearthed, which is about uh, uh, younger musicians. And they feature them and promote them. Uh, and, and it's quite a good program. So he was featured on there. Uh, when he started uploading music. Uh, and so he started getting more and more popular. He moved to Melbourne. Um, 
he he's been influenced by bands such as Silverchair, Frank Ocean, and TLC. No, what he's a, not. What a choice, am I right? Uh, All Day released his debut album, Startup Cult. I like that name in 2014. It's, it's a good name. I'll give him that. Yeah, that does slap. Um, and so that uh, reached a lot of success. Um, and then he moved to California in 2017 and is a vegan now. That's all I know about him. <laughs> Listen, he doesn't, I was going through his Twitter. He doesn't seem like a bad person. He's definitely got that like Australian sense of humor. He's a bit crass and weird and he cares about his family and he's down to earth and all that sort of stuff i can't cope with his music i was listening to some of his his other songs in preparation for this episode i was like maybe this feature's just bad maybe he's not a good collaborator or something i just don't like it it's not my style like kind of reminded me of post malone a bit but like even less compelling than post malone famed bastard uh and yeah i don't like the specific type of australian mumble rap he performs it's not my style it kind of takes away from Choi's song and and what, so what's I was his fucking at- name all day it, as in all like like yeah a-l-l-d-a-y yeah. one word a-l-l-d-a-y all day <sighs> okay uh, so he for this uh, website called Paper Man. Oh God, I hate ha- I hate his whole look. Oh, it's it's the it's the long haired white boy. Um, it's it's the most quintessential Australian young adult look. Um, so he's definitely from South Australia. So I was reading this interview, and this made me genuinely quite annoyed. So listen to this <clears throat> in this interview. Uh, so the question, the, the the interviewer asked, what do you think record labels saw in you that's different from other Australian hip hop hopefuls? I also love the alliteration of hip hop hopefuls. Uh, and he answered, a lot of Australian hip hop is trash. It's not current. It's a sham. I feel like to be hip hop, one of the things you need is to be effortlessly cool. The best hip-hop artists ever have been icons of culture and fashion as well. People forget that you have to have a part of your personality that really makes you stand out. That's a big part of it. Which isn't true that Australian hip-hop is bad. And also, like, you don't need to be effortlessly cool to be a successful hip-hop No, effortlessly cool? That's not not, the word I'd use. It's not the word I'd use. And also, that's definitely not what hip-hop's about. Exactly. But also... I'm I I'm, I've I've listened to snippets of a couple of his songs while you've been talking. Sorry to mm-hmm. not listen as much, but I needed to know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he does not rap. He doesn't. He is not a rapper. He does not rap. What he's doing is not rapping. That's not rap. It's hardly slam poetry at this point. It's not even that. It's just singing. He's just <laughs> singing. He's just singing, but bad. He's just singing about bad. And so here's the thing. There are so many fantastic Australian hip-hop artists. There's Horror Show, there's Fundamentals, Baker Boy, Hermitude, Sampa the Great, One Day, TK Mazda, like there's Set Century, all of these different people. They're so fantastic. They populate the, the music scene and, and they revolutionize and, and diversify the game. <clears throat> it is Sorry, in rap. I- I listened to I listened to one more snippet. It's really not rap. Oh, you're fine. Um, <sighs> and and uh, just like the fact that he's like, oh, they picked me because a lot of Australian hip hop is trash, and I'm not. And I'm like, bitch, fuck this dude. You will never have the influence. Fuck this dude. No, it. Fuck you this will dude. Never have the influence. 
I, I just fuck, I, I hate this dude so much now. There, thank, and there are so many you. like fantastic like and, and he's taking away from all these like fantastic Aboriginal hip hop artists as well. Like that's a big thing in the scene right now. Mm-hmm. And there are so many fantastic people. I'm gonna bring some of their songs in, in upcoming episodes, spoiler alert. Um, because I, I want to show people more of these like underappreciated artists. Because this bitch <laughs> all day gets his time in the sun by being a 28 year old vegan in california <laughs> and by not rapping by and, not and rapping by not rapping singing badly and, by and singing badly and i just i am like, cashing off the success of other people words there are so many something. fantastic artists and he's not words, words mean something words mean things words mean <laughs> we have things. genres for reasons and, like, okay, like, I get that, like, a genre might not, you know, like, might not be the best way to define one artist or another. I get that. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. But. But. When you call something rap. You have to rap. Pe- you have to rap. People know what that means. <laughs> if you means. call it rap, it has to be rap. Here's the thing, is that it's a style of using your voice in yes. a specific function with specific, like, poetry laws applied to it essentially mm-hmm. you can't just say it's his genres are hip-hop music indie pop pop music and alternative hip-hop you can't just sing and say that you're rapping because you i don't even know if you if he's like rhyming every couple of like every, every some of like, them are a stretch and it's because he sort of slurs his accent to a point let me like, let me have another looky loo yeah go home show do yeah <laughs> Wanna, lawyer, honor. And that works with an Australian accent. Yeah, I guess. Okay. But it's still not rap. It's not. It's... I just... I can't tolerate it. I'm um, just... I, I, I have no And sure, there, I are, have some hip-hop, no other there words. are some hip-hop acts have... that don't rap, but it's... I don't know. I just... I, you know. It's... I'm not an expert, but like... The same it, Chief. The same it. The same it. The same it. So, uh, on this song, again, uh, 2015, I was really excited when it dropped, because I, I had been following Troy for some time. He's also a YouTuber, uh, and I love seeing gay people obviously be successful. Uh, and, and when this dropped, I was like, hell yeah, there are some fantastic tracks. If you ever feel like listening to more of this sort of like cute production, some gay songs, um, I recommend it. But yeah, this song just stuck out to me as like, I don't want to hear this. I don't want to hear this not verse from a straight dude. <laughs> yeah. It's the most, and I think it's also because I'm Australian and I've heard this so many times, which is this mm-hmm. very specific type of surfer bro, <laughs> upper middle class surfer bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I have to rant. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, I don't have any more w- words. There's only so many times that I can say that it's in rap. It's true. And also Pizza Boy. Pizza Boy. Pizza Boy. Pizza Boy. Get you a man that's a pizza boy. Get you get you a man who can do both. Get you a man that can make pizza and also deliver it to you. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is on the ground. Uh, yeah. Honestly, honestly, if you, if I, I, like, I'd, I'd settle down with a pizza boy. You know what? I do like a pizza. I do like a pizza. Um, <laughs> we just revert to that, like, <laughs> really cheesy, like, pizza is bae. And they got pizza is life. <laughs> um, I take life by the slice, baby. I don't know. I, I, don't I know. want you to explain. <laughs> The metaphor. Because that would be like taking a part of life and just eating it. You're eating the universe. 
You yeah, Thanos. That's de- that's, you Thanos. That's, de- that's definitely what I meant, and not as a as a replacement for "I take life by the day." I've never heard "I take life by the day" before. Well, it's like a it's like a bastardization of "I take" of like "take life day to day." I guess so. I've also never really heard that before. That might just not be a thing that I've heard, though. It's po- very possible. Okay. Um. So so Miles. So Miles. My friend you, and ally. You're a you, good ally. Y- thank you. You're not gay you, or anything, but, you know, thanks, thanks for being an ally. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> you, you, you awaken alone in a dark house. Are you DMing me? Yes. You wake up in a in a dark in the lobby or not lobby in the foyer of a dark house on either side of uh, of you you can see two staircases that each lead up to a upper landing area and in front of you you see a door. Uh, okay, give me give me one second. Okay. <laughs> Fuck yes. It was so loud. <laughs> it's okay. All right, I got my trans dice here. What's up, gamers? Okay, I guess we'll just do a d20 the whole time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't plan this bit out. So there is there are two staircases. No, actually, it's so funny because Mars, uh, we do this all the time. Like Foster will just look at us and go, "You wake up in a cave," and then we just play D and D for an hour. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, okay. So you're yes. So the foyer you, uh, behind you, there is a door uh, leading presumably outside, uh, and then looking forward to either side, there's two staircases, both leading up to the same landing area that connects. Uh, you know, and it, you know, it, it connects. It's like it leads to an upper yeah. area. Can uh, I, can I and, investigate the left staircase? Uh, yeah, go for it. All right. That's a twelve. I don't know. Uh, I don't know what my things are. We're just doing flat numbers, baby. Okay. okay. Uh, uh, so uh, the staircase looks, you know, pretty normal. It's a, it's it's a staircase. It's got a uh, wonderful like carved uh, wooden railing uh, and like nice red uh, carpet that leads up it uh, with like you can see the wood on the sides. You know. Oh, I was going to ask: Is this like does it look abandoned or is this like a nice foyer uh i did establish that it's very dark okay uh the main light source is uh the moonlight uh leading there are two, on the back wall where the door is that leads outside uh there are two giant windows that uh someone's someone's playing the movie moonlight out there uh it's well uh they're <laughs> um Yes, the the moon is shining in, and that's your main source of illumination right now. Okay, I'm I'm gonna walk up the left staircase. Uh, okay, okay. You walk up a couple steps, and you you hear some creaking. Ooh, I keep going. Okay, you make it up the steps. Hop 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 hop. Uh, you totally make it up there. Uh, so up on the upper landing, uh, there is uh, uh to your right, you see that. Uh, the the top of the other staircase there isn't a hallway going that way it's just a wall mm. um, and to your left there's just a hallway and there's doors lining uh, lining the hallway and then uh, in front of you uh, mm-hmm. you know sort of to the right but in front of you like right above the door on the first floor is another uh, double paneled door 
I'm going to go to the double doors. You're going to the double doors. Okay. Uh, Peek on in. You turn the the handle of the door and you find that it is locked. I say, fuck it. And I go down the hallway while I'm saying, hello, is anyone there? Uh, You hear, you're walking down the hallway, you hear a cackling behind you. It's Mars. I very slowly turn around. Uh, well, you you just see the the sort of landing area behind you uh, that you were just at. Okay, I turn to the first door I see. So the first door that you see uh, is. Uh, to the right or to the left? Uh, to the right. To the right. Okay. You, uh, you see a door. Yeah. What do you do? I, I, I check the handle while looking around frantically. How do you mean check the handle? I'll try and turn it. You try and turn it. Okay. The door swings open, uh, outward towards you. Uh, roll a d20. Okay. That is, oh, that's a 19, baby! 19, you swiftly dodge out of the way as the door violently slams into the wall. This is the only way that I'm dexterous. Um, you see that, uh, uh, where the door, when the door was closed, the space behind the door, it's just a wall. So there's no room, uh, behind this door. It just violently swung open and tried to crush you. I'm gonna start violently power walking down the hallway. Uh, okay. Uh, the hallway isn't very long. Uh, at the end of the hallway is just a wall. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) I check the rest of the doors. Okay. Uh, uh, so- Actually, no, before I, before I do that, I'm gonna, can I investigate the wall, like the, the door that just opened into a wall? Uh, yeah, sure. Roll a d20. Uh, what do you, well, first off, what do you want to do? Well, <laughs> I was just going to like pat the wall, see if it's like an actual wall or if it's sure, like sure, 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 sure. a false wall or something, but I rolled a six. <laughs> uh, so you, you, uh, well, here's the thing. You knock on where the door was, but you don't knock anywhere else. So you don't know the noise comparison. So you yeah, just, no, I don't. You just knock on it and you're like, huh, well, I don't know. <laughs> seems like a wall. Seem, seems like seems a wall. Seems like some kind of wall. <laughs> I, I very carefully try and check the left door. It's like locked. sort of like, damn it. Are there any other doors? Yeah, there are, uh, let's say, two other doors. Okay, a similar thing. Try and jiggle the handle. Try They're and, like, both open locked. It and... They're both oh, locked. Damn. Uh, can I go back to the double doors? Uh, yeah. I'm gonna uh, try and, uh, and... So as as you're walking down the hallway, uh, I want you to roll a d20 really quick. Like a perception check. Mm. <laughs> That's a nine. <sighs> oh, jeez. Okay, you, uh... Don't kill me. No, he just, 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 uh, uh, you, you hear a cackle again. Okay. I don't like that. But you, but you don't see anything. Okay. I go to the double doors. Okay. What do you, what do you do? I try and break the handle, like stomp on it or something. Uh, okay. Roll a d20. (laughs) That's a seven. Uh, yeah. You, you slam your elbow into the, into (laughs) the handle. Uh, elbow and it hurts really bad (laughs) Uh. (laughs) like you're like like you hit it and it's made of brass and it just shocks like it hits like in a particular spot and just sort of shocks pain up your arm uh it goes away after a second but it's fine (sighs) all right i'm gonna go check the windows where the moonlight's coming in 
Uh, okay, you you turn around and you are now facing the the um, you're still upstairs, but you're facing the um, the windows, mm. and you see a large key floating in the air with a faint orange glow around it. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts? Like it, how far? It's up? it's um it's floating, just sort of um. Uh, in the air, uh, sort of in front of you, uh, above the, like, floor of the foyer. Okay. So it's not next to me, it's it's sort of a ways no, away. It's it's a little ways away. Okay, I try and slowly go down the right staircase. Okay, uh, you walk down the staircase and you, uh, go ahead and roll a d20 for me. That's a 17. Uh, yeah, you, you make it down the stairs, totally fine. Okay. Uh, you are now downstairs, you're back in the foyer, uh, in front of you, you of course see the, uh, the door leading outside, and then above you, you see this key floating, uh, floating above you. Would I be able to reach it? No, no, it's, it's too high up. Hmm, I guess I'll try and check the door. I might uh, as well uh, while I'm down here. Okay, uh, sure, it's locked. Yeah, figured. Um... Hmm. Uh, roll a d20 for me. 19. Uh, okay. So, um, I'm going to, so I'm going to say that this ghost, this, this, this figure, this thing, this key, uh, was trying to float behind you to scare you and, uh, you noticed. So I'm going to, Uh so I'm going to give you an opportunity to grab the key. Okay. Uh, So roll another d20 for me. That would be, uh, five. So you whip around and you grab where you think the key is, but you were like a foot off. Because I'm blind. And you, and you well, because it's dark, mm. and you just grab the air, and you're like, oh shit, and you scramble to grab the key, which is kind of floating next to you, and uh, the key dodges, and then starts to fly away from you, going upstairs. I will chase it. You will chase it, okay. Uh, you, uh, it's going up the left stairs. I will go up the left. Okay, uh, roll d20 for me. Oh, nat 20. You fucking bound up those stairs, uh, and you nearly catch the ghost. Uh, unfortunately, the ghost is still too fast for you. However- Yeah, I'm pretty chunky. It flies into the door, into the locked door, uh, the double door, uh, above the landing. Uh, okay. And the key does not fly through the door. Oh, Okay. And it just falls. Only the orange glow does. Okay. I grab that key. You have a key. You have a big key. It's a golden key. Uh, it's way bigger than you think any key should be. I uh, eat it. <laughs> I eat the key. <laughs> you bastard. Roll a d20, baby. Hang on. <laughs> That's a four. <sighs> Okay, you 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 bite into the key, and it's made of metal, and you mm. can't really bite into it because mm. it's very hard. I know, but but that doesn't stop you from really trying. Okay, I take it out of my mouth. I thought it was chocolate. Um, uh, I okay. put it. Okay, I put it in. So okay, the but no, I put it in the double door. The double door right in front of you. Yeah. 
it uh, it unlocks. Ooh, I I do a little a little peek, like a very slow turn of the handle, and a little eye poking in. Uh, it's uh, it's it's very dark. Um, I cast dancing light. <laughs> Roll a d twenty. Oh, again, there's no room. <laughs> oh shit, that's a nine. Um, you uh, you sort of extend your hand out. And you say dancing lights. Why would I say that? And you see a single candle flicker on. Oh, oh my. You know what? Fuck it. I'm probably going to die anyway. I burst in. I bust in. Miles busts through. Uh, well. I kick open the door and say, who wants to fuck? Do you just run into the room? Yeah, fuck it. Okay. Or I'm, no, I'm, I'm going to bust the door open and, and go in. I'm not going to okay. scream, sprint through the door. <laughs> Okay, you open the door and you confidently walk in, but you fail to notice that this room doesn't happen to have a floor. It's the Winchester Mansion. Um, and you're falling. I am. And you're falling. Good run. And you and everything goes black. Hmm. And then you wake up. Okay. You're on a uh, a blue plaid couch, and you look yep. over, and I'm sitting next to you, and we're in the break. I say, Mars, I just had the strangest dream, and you were there, and you were there. I wasn't there. I know this. And you were there. But okay. Uh, let's go to the break. <laughs> One, two, three, let's go. So let's get back to the point. So stop belaboring get, it. Stop stop belaboring the point. It it's time that let's talk about what's really happening. It's time that Herb Yeah, it's time for hard hitting news. What's really happening in the world? Yeah, so the first bit of hard hitting news is that um I recently started talking to a cool person on Tinder. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it'll go anywhere, but that's neat. It'd be nice if it does. Yeah, it'll be nice if it does, but... I mean, you, you might not have kept me updated, but it has been a, a little while, not super long, but a little while since you've talked about, you know, dating apps or anything like that. Yeah, I... get out there. Yeah, I, I generally have bad luck with dating apps. And that's the hard-hitting news! And that's the hard-hitting news! <laughs> <laughs> Cream of the crop. Um, cream of the crop. Bonesaw is ready. Um, so what? So Spider Man. Hey Miles, I've got a quick question hey, for you. Yeah. Um. Sure. So do you get to know Miles? Do you have a segment this week? I'm so glad you asked. I do. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Yeah. Hi. 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 Um. <laughs> So um let, let I'll just explain to the to the audience um so Mars is a a a, a premier a, a a foremost expert on Australian culture and, oh, and no. geography and and um and history and all these different things oh, no. uh, uh, and and so I wanted just to show off um a little bit of their knowledge and and just give to you guys Miles. Uh, just Three nice, Ma- diverse Ma- questions. Ma- 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 yeah, what's up? Yeah, can I, yeah, can I talk yeah, to you yeah. backstage really quick? Oh yeah, sure. G- quick, give us a mo
Um, yes. my, so, um, so I, I know I was supposed to read up on all of uh, all of the Australian facts that you gave me. I was supposed to read yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And um, uh, so I, I did get it. I did get it. it I did. It was in my email. Um, mm-hmm. And I did. Yeah, I, I saw the the read receipts. Yeah. yeah, I did. I did. I did get it. And um, you know, I, I did look through it, but um, the problem was mm-hmm. that Winston ate it so I didn't get to read it Mars wow Winston keeps eating your emails yeah it's a problem it's a real, um, it's a real problem it's a problem and um, I don't even know how he does it it's it, and here's the important thing that I want you to to know right off the bat is that it is mm. um, not an excuse and so, I like it, it's, so, it's okay. so how, um, well, so you, so you did this big intro for me and now, yeah. now I'm going to look stupid in front of a bunch of people. No, 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 no. It's, um, you know, um, you can, uh, they, I'll say that right, they, they're okay. like really hard questions. They're like really hard. And so, um, that's, you know, is, and, that supposed to, is that supposed to make me feel better? Yeah. If the, yeah, because if you can't get them, then they're like, it's a really hard question. Okay, you know? but, but you 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 sort of talked me up as if I was if I was if I had read all of the cheat cheat that you give me. Like you know how every yeah. episode you give me, I give you a cheat sheet. You give me a cheat sheet for every question for all, and for all the Australian lingo for for all of the all for the every questions. segment for every segment that you do. You give me a cheat sheet beforehand. Yeah, well, um, the, well the writers give you a cheat sheet. Well, the, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. Um, Jer- Jeremy gives you a cheat sheet. Jeremy, our good our good our good writer, Jeremy gives me the cheat sheet. Yeah. And um, that's why I always do so well on all of the segments, um, mm. which is a weird thing to say out loud, considering that no one's hearing this because we're backstage. But um, yeah, it's just an understood sort of thing. But um, uh, this time I didn't. And so this time I'm going to be out there on my own, which is going to for the first time. Uh, you know, you know, Mars. OK, I'm just going to. Come, come on, come on. Let's go back out there. Mars, they love you. You're great. You'll be fine. Play it off. You're very charismatic. Um, I'll, I'll do some hand signals. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll, okay. we'll be okay. 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 We'll be okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Question one, everybody. Yeah. Give it up. I like to- <laughs> Question one. Uh, I, 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 I like to imagine that the, uh, the audience is just full of mannequins. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is. Um, Yeah. Okay. So, question one. Question one. Uh, In which year was Vegemite first sold in Australia? Was it A, 1923, B, 1933, or C, 1943? I'm going to go with 1933, and that's my final answer. Ding, ding, ding. Thank you. Uh, It was, in fact, A, 1923. That's what I said. You said B. No, I I definitely said uh, 1933, which is the correct answer. We're going to move on. (laughs) We're going to move on to question two. Okay. Who directed the 1986 film Crocodile Dundee? Was it A, Barry Humphreys, B, David Hughes, or C, Peter Fairman? Wait, Peter Fairman? Fairman. Okay. Because if your last name was Fairman, that's pretty dope. It's pretty sick. It's a pretty dope last name. Like, what's up? My name's Peter Famine. I would, I would be best friends with Peter Fam Famine. Yeah, we could call it, you could call him Fam, but it'd be like a nickname and not just a slang. Yeah, Fam-in-wise. but it would also, but it would also be slang. You know, it's like, yeah, you know, it would have Fam, but like to him, it would have a special meaning, and to outsiders, it wouldn't. 
Oh, yeah. beautiful. What's yeah. your fucking answer? Um, I'm going to go with, uh, sorry, Peter Famine, but I'm going with, uh, uh, what was the first one again? And also uh, the second was, one. So it was A, Barry Humphreys. Barry Humphreys. David Hughes, or C, Peter Famine. I... I, I think I think it's David Hughes. For some reason, that name just seems the most right. But I do want to give a special shout out to Humphreys as a name because it sounds the most fake of any name. So you are locking in B. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was Peter Famine. Uh, oh, wow. Well. Uh, and so Barry Humphreys is uh, a drag queen and David Hughes is a sport bastard. <laughs> oh, okay. A comedy sport bastard for TV. Alright, well. Uh, this one you should have uh, absolutely no uh, problem with being the foremost Australia expert. Who was the first Prime Minister of Australia? Uh, was it A, Sir Edmund Barton? That's B, not a real name. Sir Edward Kelly? Or C, Sir David Koch? I'm going to go with A, the one that I thought it, that I think isn't real. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I don't think it's real, but I'm going for it. Ding, ding, ding. It was Edmund Barton. That's not, it's not a real name. It's not a name that anybody has it, ever had. Edmund never seems like a real name to me. Yeah, it's it, like, like, it's like I was saying that Humphreys sounds like a fake name. Like Edmund if, Humphreys. Ed, Edmund Humphreys is not a real person. So, uh, uh you got, uh, a, a third of them right, which is fantastic considering how difficult these questions are, uh, uh, as the audience well knows. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Mars Garbayo, our, our premier uh, Australia trivia expert. Thank you. Yeah, for yeah. My hand. yeah. And that was the end of the segment. Wonderful. Um, so, Miles. So, so Mars. We, Do you have a segment? We, what I'm realizing now. Mm is that this episode might accidentally be as long as the last three weeks have been. (laughs) Uh, We have been recording for two hours. I really did try to rein it in on this one. And uh, so I do do want to give an update really quick. So at the beginning of the podcast, I put up a Twitter poll, and it's going to keep going for another six days and 22 hours. Mm. However, it does have 63 votes. Yeah. I did retweet it. And uh, so far, it's 61 to 39 in, in favor, favor? Okay. of yes, ghosts can be encrypted. Yeah. But we'll see how it turns out. That's true. The, there's still six days. There's still six whole ass days. Whole ass days? Yeah. So we'll, but we'll, I hardly know days. Now, Miles, <laughs> are you turning into Rodney Dangerfield? I just burped. Yes. <laughs> What I you're fucking <laughs> anamorphing into Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. I would love to see an anamorphs book cover of Miles <laughs> turning into Rodney Dangerfield. That's so much work. <laughs> it's so much work, and no one should ever do it. But I would still no love one to, should. No one should ever do it. I would still love to see it one day. So my new favorite this yeah, week. Yeah, what's your new favorite? My new favorite. Tell me what your new favorite. My new favorite is Ghosts in the Shower by Chong the Nomad. It's a lot of words. It's a lot of, a lot of weird words in that one. All right. Yeah. Uh, so, are you ready for something pretty unlike what I normally bring? 
Oh, love that. Uh, the first thing I need you to know about Chong the Nomad is that she gets her name from a minor character from Avatar The Last Airbender. I was just thinking that. I was like, this sounds like an Avatar name. It's it's like if my stage name was Bones the Gravekeeper. Which it is. Actually, yeah, well. actually, that's a good ass name. <laughs> I might use that. But yeah. if you're ever a producer. Um, but uh, point is, Chung the Nomad rules and is valid. Uh, she is a Seattle-based producer and multi-instrumentalist and makes mm-hmm. weird music that I like quite a lot. We love a weird Seattle musician. Uh, so, yeah, not much laid up for this one. Let's just give this song a little itty-bitty listen. Itty-bitty listen, I love you. Let's just go to- It's been a while since you said both of those things. Yeah, I had to hit them. You had, you had to, you had to hit the, the Miles soundboard. Let's get it! Hey everybody, welcome back to my ASMR channel. Uh, today I'm going to be, uh, rustling some paper. So, on the Miles soundboard, you have- Little bitty listen, I love you. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, you have a skedit, you have ASMR, and you have, there's definitely one other thing that I, that is a distinct you thing. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what it is. I'm trying to think of it too. Uh, let's, let's, let's listen to, let's listen to Guests in the Shower. Let's listen to it. What'd you think? I like it a lot. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, it's really good, huh? Yeah. Uh, for me, this song is such a good example of magical realism in music. Mm, okay. To me, it, it sounds like somebody just chilling in their backyard on a summer day while behind them, their house is riddled with obnoxious but overall harmless ghosts. I like that. Uh, this song, like speaks with the voice of someone who thinks of ghosts in their shower in the same way of, like, as if a spider got in there or something, and, like, they don't yeah. want to do anything about it. A pest. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like, uh, like, ah, I, I can't use my shower until the ghosts are done with it. That's annoying. Mm. But also, it's a nice day outside. Like, It's a very, um, like, I can imagine the webcomic <laughs> about this, like, uh, this witch that lives in this, like, funny little Victorian house full of ghosts that I, she helps. I'm not even imagining it as, like, a witch in a Victorian house. I'm imagining it, it as, like, a kid in a tank top and shorts in a suburban house. That's fair. Um, like making toast. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I just because magical realism is one of my favorite like things in fiction of just like weird supernatural things treated as if they are mundane, boring, everyday things. Yeah, it's it's one of my favorite genres. That's why I, I like what we do in the shadows so much. 
Sure. Um, it, it's such a fantastic movie and, and show series. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I love just treating things completely blasé like that. Mm-hmm. And urban fantasy stuff. Like, I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. Like, and like, musically, this song fucking owns. It owns. Like, the weird really meandering fun. nature to it. The weird like set the weird sounds that she's using thomas the tank engine remix um it's just it's just a a genuinely just delightful song to listen to um yeah i don't know like i don't know that i have a whole lot to say about this one other than it's really good and i think that like like we should be as we as a people should be listening to more chung the nomad i love that i'm i'm definitely going to lyrically and like uh sort of um um sound wise she really reminds me of someone that i i was intending to bring either next episode or or at some point in the future so i'm excited for you to for you to listen to that if you like this this sort of sound yeah uh but yeah that's Mm. that's that's all i've got for ghosts in the shower it's just it's just a it's just a really cool nice song and uh uh, and I'm a and I'm a big fan of it, you know. Yeah, it, it's also definitely like weather from Night Vale, you know. It, it you know, it, it is definitely in that vibe. Like, but like, I don't know. Like, this this is just such like it's one of those songs that like just absolutely sticks with you just because of how like unique and strange it is. Yeah. But it's also just like I don't know. Like instrumentally, it's using all of these weird like melody like i don't know if it's a melody i don't i don't know music terms but they're using like all of these weird um sounds and weird like noises and like like have it sound like a a kooky day out with your dad i like it like it's just really fucking solid ass music i I don't know Mm. um but yeah so i guess that's all i've got to say on ghost in the shower by (laughs) chong the nomad a bit of a shorter one for me but uh but uh this we is, have uh, gone off this is a bit of a long episode uh i it's occurring to me that i potentially spent way more time on the D section that i made up on the spot than i did with the song that i had prepared notes for it happens to the best of us <laughs> uh but yeah so miles Mars. What is your no 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 new favorite? Well, uh, as we know, I went to go see Hosier. Um, it's not a Hosier song. Sure, because uh, I was about to say, you know all of the Hosier songs already. Uh, not new. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, there was an opening act uh, for Hosier, and I thought it would be nice to bring one of their songs. So, for sure. the song I'm bringing today is Blind You by Didiri. Blind You by Didiri. Yeah! Alright, okay. sure. Uh, so, again, uh, this keeps happening. We're both gonna have, like, two-minute <laughs> segments at the end. Um... Uh, Didiri is an Aboriginal artist from Warrnambool in Victoria. Uh, now uh, he lives in Melbourne. Uh, he was featured on, uh, again, Triple J's Unearthed uh, Artist of the Week back in October of 2017. Um, he He's just a really chill dude. Uh, I'd never heard of him before um, going to Hosier, uh, but I really liked it. It sort of like is in the same family of, of acoustic-y boys music um not the most like you know out of character for me to bring or anything <laughs> sure i i really liked you, you it do, and i'm glad you do that love an acoustic boy you don't like it i do like an acoustic boy you, you don't like you don't like a digital boy 
love digital boys. No, 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 no. You like digital music, but would you? Well, no, you would date a. a, a I digi- like boys. You would. Do, you would date a digital fake boy. You would absolutely, and I would too. I would date a cyber raver. I wouldn't date a raver. <laughs> Ravers don't have rights, anyway. So. <laughs> I was, yeah, so, like, uh, I, I was really happy to hear him, and uh, he said that he was coming up with a new album soon, so I'm I'm hoping that the sound will be a little bit different, a little bit new um, on that, but uh, without further ado, let's give it a little listen. Let's give it a little itty-bitty listen. What if, what if one day, because we always say we'll give things a little listen, what if mm. one day we literally give it like a 10 second listen and don't listen to the whole song. One theme is going to be like much like take it to the bridge. We we have to take 10 seconds out of a song and then give it to the other person. What we think showcases the best of the song. Legitimately, that could be pretty fun. That'd be fun. Uh yeah. So, All yeah, let's give it a listen. 3 2 1 go. I just want you that I do not feel nothing when I say I've got to go and leave you this way. You'll find the love to blind you. And if I go away, I won't go far. And if I go away, I won't go far. I won't go far. I won't go back far. So. So. What'd you think? I. I mean, I. I definitely enjoyed it, but yeah. It, it, again, like. As with every time you bring an acoustic boy, it's usually not my thing, and yeah, it's not the most exciting. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a, of a, of a speed, uh, an adrenaline junkie. I think is what I was going for. <laughs> a bit of a speed. A bit of a speed. Uh, yeah, have you seen uh, that new Sonic trailer? I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> I know everyone's talking about it. I just, so, as of recording, it came out, like, last night for me, or in the morning times or whatever. Right. Uh, I don't like it, and I don't want to think about it. No, it's... I don't it's, want to look at his teeth, and I don't... I, it's the ugliest thing I've ever seen. Yeah, it's really They could bad. have done a Roger Rabbit and fucking made him a cartoon, interacting with people, like Looney Tunes. It's a kid's movie. It's not mm-hmm. for adults. Yeah. They have fucking Jim Carrey as Eggman. <laughs> You can have a cartoon. Yeah, like, uh, it just, yeah, it, I tweeted about this, but it just looks like nothing. It just looks like not it's a nothing. movie. Like, like, like if you watched it, you would just, like, be wasting, like, two hours and gain absolutely nothing. Because it doesn't seem like it's based off any canon it's not, Sonic material. It's not, and it's also not based on anything that's funny or interesting. No. And also, Brian David Gilbert uh, was right when he said that, that uh, all of this is for heretics. And, it's you know, true. None of this it's follows true. the Bible. It's true. Um, but so <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so Son, what would Sonic think about this song? I mean, I feel like Sonic only listens to um like trap remixes of the Cantina song from Star Wars. <laughs> Why is that the poll? Because I've experienced that. <laughs> 
No, I'm sure that it's real. I don't know, just something upbeat but goofy. You know what? I get that. Yeah. But that, um, but that doesn't Or just all, to... like, I don't know, like, Green Bay. That, <laughs> like, something random. Like, that doesn't, Green Bay, sure. that doesn't, uh, that doesn't answer the question of what would he think of this song? What would be his critical well, analysis of this song? Similar to Mars, it might be that it's too slow. I don't know. Uh, you'd have to ask Sonic, but maybe Sonic's a romantic and he likes the message of the song. Now, um, here's, here's what I don't like. Being... Sonic might be a romantic. No, that... Uh, that I would be compared to Sonic in any way. Mars, you and Sonic have a lot of similarities. Let's run. Let's run down them really quick. Okay. Well. Okay. I have a. I have a list. I'll bring it up. Please do. One. You're both blue. Two. N- well. N- hold on. Hedgehog. Hold. No. Three, hold on. Have teeth. <laughs> well. <okay>. Four. <laughs> big shoes. Five. Eats chili dogs. Now, but, ve- but vegetarian chili dogs. Okay. <laughs> six. So, so hold on. Uh, no, six. Your eyes are separated. <laughs> the, okay, Sonic's eyes usually aren't. Yeah, but I'm talking about this Sonic. Now, what? Nasty Sonic. Don't comp- if, if of all of the Sonics to compare me to, why would you compare me to Nasty Sonic? Okay, we we can get rid of that last point. That's fine. Um, uh, what else? Uh, uh, white belly. Number six, white belly. I guess. Um, seven, winning smile. <laughs> eight. <laughs> eight. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember anything about Sonic. You, you can go pretty fast. Um, no, I can't. Have the ability to walk. Uh, nine. Why are you still best going? Best friends with Miles. <laughs> I didn't realize that Sonic was also your best friend. Well, Tails. Well, that's- Tails Miles Prower. Oh. 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 That's good. That's good. That's good, Miles. People call me Tails. I can't believe I haven't put that up yet. I've never heard anyone call you Tails. It's rare, but terrible. It's rare and offensive. (laughs) So, Didiri opened for Hosier the other night, um- as well as Hosier, he, he's also opened for the likes of Vance Joy, Tash Sultana, the Jezebels, and the Temper Trap while at festivals or on tour. Uh, uh, he has a very distinct and beautiful voice uh, and is front and center as he, uh, you know, slides his way through the music world. Ooh, mysterious. Uh, he makes somber folk who for is, lovers. Who and is this mysterious stranger, this Didiri? This mysterious this stranger from... Hiding in in from Warnable, but hiding in your shed. Mars say Warnable. Warnable. Yeah, you got it. Okay. Well, because I just said what you said. Yeah, that's true. I, well, I, 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 hang on. I'll I'll send you the word, and I just want you to say it how you think it should be said. There should be an L at the end, actually. That just looks funny. Okay. Well. Uh. Okay. Warnable. Well, I guess it would just be if I was to say it just based off of that, like. Yeah, Warnable. Yeah, you got it. Like it would. It sometimes would, I see Australian words and I'm like, that looks stupid. It would still. It would still um, be Warnable. I don't like. It's true. Uh, so uh, he makes somber folk for lovers and overthinkers. Is this quote from uh, Triple J on Earth? Uh, but as you'll hear, it's not all doom and gloom. This is actually quite a a sweet song. This is about um, and he explained this uh, uh the other night as well because he played this um, is that it's for um an ex I think partner he didn't really specify um 
uh, that he he still uh, cares about and hopes that they find someone that's right for them. Uh, and the, the whole like line of the the the, the um, inception of this song is is that line you'll find a love to blind you uh, because like he isn't like the only thing in their mind like he can't be everything for them so he's like i hope you find someone that can be that for you mm-hmm. uh and i think that's really nice it's 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 self-aware and it's saying i'm not right for this person but i wish you the very best and you deserve someone that genuinely cares about you and can be everything for you yeah uh, which i like seeing in love songs and and in any sort of love capacity um and and it's nice to just care about other people and it's nice to not always just have these sort of revengey songs and and that sort of thing as much as there is room for that and it's still necessary um i like it uh and and so didiri has also said that for him music is an exhale and it's the act of getting something out of himself that he doesn't want to dwell on anymore um that's sort of consuming him a bit uh and i think he has a really it's a very simple sound um and you know that it's sort of slow and stuff on on a lot of tracks but i think his voice is really special and i think he's even better live it was really fantastic. I, I feel like generally acoustic artists are way better live. I don't I don't know why, mm. but I feel like the experience of listening to an acoustic art, like an, an acoustic artist live, is way better than listening to them uh, recorded. Yeah. Also, the the like lighting and sound people for Hosea were just really fantastic. I'm glad they got that shit down pat. Anyway, that's all I really have to say about uh, Blind You. I enjoyed it, but. Nice. End of, end of sentence. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but. I enjoyed it. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> but. I'm 14. Uh, welcome. Hi, wel- I'm 14. Welcome to the podcast where we just laugh at the word but. <laughs> <laughs> but. Who are we? Uh, hold on. Which one of us is Beavis and which one of us is Butthead? I've never seen the show. I've never seen Beavis and Butthead. I've never. I've, I, I'm going to say that you're Beavis? Sure. 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 You want to Google the differences between Beavis and there Butthead? Are, there are no differences. Let's end the show. Yeah. Let's end the show. Take, take it away, Mars. Uh, thank you so much for listening to Artificial Ghost Radio. Uh, if you enjoyed the show, please do share with a friend. It would mean a lot to us. Uh, also, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, if you do, if you do read, leave us a review on iTunes, uh, we will uh, read it on the show. We haven't done that before, but we'll do it now. Yeah. I want to hear what y'all have to say. Be brutally honest, but still give us five stars. Be brutally <laughs> honest. Um, in fact, I want to read uh, our latest review, which came in uh, just uh, just last month. It came out on the 11th of last month, so it was a while ago. Um, it happens. But we're sort of only... Because I never... I always for Here's the truth. I always just forget to check. Um, That's fair. Uh, but honestly, okay. So, Ollie Slaughter uh, gave us five stars and uh, says uh, the title is Great Introduction to New Music with Charming Hosts. Aww. 
Yeah. I've been listening to I've been listening for about two days almost nonstop because of how funny and entertaining Mars and Miles are. It's fun to discover new songs through music they bring to each episode, and all of their humor bits make me laugh so hard that it's a good thing that I don't have a roommate, else they might be concerned. But then I would but then I would tell them to listen to the podcast and it all makes sense why I'm laughing so much. This podcast got this podcast got me to listen to new music, which makes my life uh my fun. Thank you. I'm gonna cry. So yeah, thank I'm a sap. Thank you so much, Ali Slaughter, for the for the review. Um and uh there's there's also a review here. Our last review before that review, um mm-hmm. with a with a with a one description. Star, one star. No, we've one we've star. we've only ever gotten we've got six ratings and they're all five stars. Uh-huh. So y'all are very, very generous and cool. Um uh i yeah so yeah uh please do uh leave us leave us a review on itunes and uh yeah we will we will absolutely really uh read your uh your review uh starting yeah. starting now and lasting until it gets overwhelming <laughs> oh yeah i hope we can get to the point where it's overwhelming yeah honestly like um uh but uh but yeah if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at Twitter, uh, or if you can find us on Twitter, at ArtGhostPod, and at our email, at ArtGhostPod at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you on the other side. Welcome to my other side, ASMR video. God damn it, you can't do ASMR all the time. Today, today we will be going to the other side. Miles. <laughs> this is the sound of me opening the door hand. I'm doing I'm doing the opposite of ASMR. I'm doing yellow SMR. I that wish was me turning the handle. I wish you would never do that ever again. That was me turning the handle. I'm now ending I'm my recording. The door. I'm ending my recording. Oh, no, I'm opening, now I'm opening the door. I no. No, I am not having that sound in the podcast. It's so bad.